0: Have you ever dedicated an enormous amount of time to something, to its completion, to the point where you were just so proud of that thing and you shared it with the world and then somebody came by and wrecked it, made you start all over again? (laughs) Listen, if you understand that feeling, I want you to stay tuned to today's episode because we're going to talk about a small story where that happened on a very small scale for me and the lesson that I learned that I'd like to share with you today. Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Make Money Behave. This is my first episode of 2021. I know that seems a little bit odd since we're already three weeks into the year, and for that I apologize. I am so glad to be back though. Listen, this is a quick story about something that happened to me over the Christmas break and I wanted to share it with you back then and just didn't have all of the stuff put together and all the equipment and and all of that. I wasn't in a place where I was able to jump back into recording, but I did make a note of it because it was something that I think is so valuable and it's a lesson that we can all benefit from. So I wanted to make sure that I shared it with you when I first jumped into recording this year. If you've listened to this podcast for any real amount of time, you very well might know that I really love doing puzzles. And even though I really enjoy doing them, I don't make it a priority to do them on a regular basis. I think part of the reason is because they are kind of more like a long-term game. It's not something that can be done in just a couple hours. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, like a thousand piece puzzle, for example, I'm not going to sit down and do that in, in its entirety for hours because I've got all of these other things going on in my life that take priority. And so when I don't finish that in one sitting, if it's sitting like in the middle of the living room or, you know, a kitchen table or something like that, then it's kind of like in the way. And one of two things happens for me. It either calls me away from all of the stuff I should be doing, or it bothers me because it's sitting there undone, unfinished, and it's just kind of like taking up space and making a mess. Which... Can kind of cause anxiety for me, to be honest. So I think that it's kind of a love-hate relationship. I love to do them, and because of all of those extra circumstances, I tend to shy away from doing them. That's not even the lesson that I was going to talk about today. Um, it's just something that came to me as I was, you know, hashing this out with you. Uh, I bring all of the the puzzle thing up though, because that's where the story begins. My daughter is. 16 years old and she's at that age where she really wants to get something for her mom for Christmas and she wants it to be from her and have it be her idea, her money, so on and so forth. And this year she did such a fun uh, project and the irony of it is I was doing the exact same project for her. (laughs) And so so it just goes to show that when you know somebody and, and they know you, you end up I don't know, like you just start to see some of that come out in gift giving. So um, she had asked, she asked for puzzles for Christmas. That was actually one of the things she asked for. And I have this really, really cute picture of my youngest daughter who is very, very close with my oldest, and I thought, you know what, how fun would that be to just create this thousand-piece puzzle of this awesome picture of the baby so that I can gift that to my eldest. So I did that, and um, the funny thing was, when I went to open the gift for my eldest, It ended up being a collage puzzle that she had created for me. So she had taken like, I don't know, I want to say maybe five or seven pictures of me and the kids and put them into a collage and had a puzzle made. So it was really kind of funny as I opened her gift, I just kind of chuckled a little bit and she didn't understand why I was chuckling until she went and opened hers and we just kind of laughed about how great minds think alike and how she is so much like me that we could actually give each other the same gift and have it be a gift that we both very much enjoyed. Uh, So anyway, I I wanted to complete this puzzle. I was excited to start it and hers that she got me was a 500 piece, not a thousand which really only means that it was going to take about half the amount of time, right? Um, So I knew that I could probably nail that out before the kids went back to school on January 3rd. And my daughter did want to help me a little bit with the actual puzzle, but she knew that it was a, a gift for me, and so she wanted to allow me to do most of it. So we did spend a little bit of time together, you know, putting the frame together, and then she kind of just said, you know, Mom, I'm going to let you finish this over the next few days. So I did that. I I will say it was on a card table, and it was kind of nestled between our kitchen and our living room. So it wasn't in the way per se. It was just out in the open, and <laughs> and so anyway, I I know you're probably like, what does this story have to do with what she said at the beginning? Well, hear me out. I completed that puzzle, and it was. I she she doesn't like that I say this. Uh, because she actually spent a lot of money on this puzzle, um, I feel kind of bad because I think she got a little bit gypped because the quality of the puzzle was not awesome. Uh, it The pictures looked great and everything, but the pieces, they came apart very easily. So it was very difficult to, once a, a, p- a puzzle piece was put together, for it to actually stay together. Um, you know, they would, they would fall apart easily and uh, it, you couldn't really move the puzzle very well. And so there were definitely lots of different um, challenges, if you will. I'm I'm adding to this analogy just so you can hear this. Um, Anyway, so I get this puzzle done and I'm very proud of it. Not because it's, you know, anything. It's just, I was actually more proud of the fact that uh, my daughter had thought so much of me and my my interests that she was able to make this happen and that she paid for it herself and and all of that. So I went ahead and I shared on Facebook that I had completed this puzzle and that um, it was just a really nice gift from a daughter of mine. And I got lots of amazing compliments, you know, oh, what a great gift and all sorts of things like that. Okay, so I want you guys to know that I typically like to glue our puzzles. In fact, in our hobby room, that's the decor in that room is just hung up puzzles that we have completed and glued. And so I wanted to make sure that I glued this together and then we could add it to our collection. And I went and grabbed the glue. Well, the glue was gone. So there was not enough glue to actually put this puzzle together. And so I was left with really no choice but to leave it on said car table in the middle of my kitchen slash living room area. And at one point, I had to shower. <laughs> I know, you're like, what a tangent this woman has gone on. I showered. So what was that? 10, maybe 20 minutes, maybe? And all of a sudden, I hear my daughter come in, my baby, come in crying And I realized that she had just gotten scolded for doing something. And when my husband told me what she had gotten scolded for, I just shook my head and thought, oh, I don't even know that I want to go see it. He mentioned that she had gotten a hold of my puzzle and that I would probably have to do the puzzle over again. (laughs) And I went over to the puzzle after I was done showering, after I got dressed, and I just... I mean, I just shook my head. I just, I just laughed. I can't tell you how many times I laughed over the next three or four days because I just thought, oh my gosh, like she, she, remember when I told you that the pieces didn't stay together very well? I mean, it was not a really hard job for her to actually dismantle this puzzle, um, but this girl, she she's only two. She's almost two. She'll be two in just a few days, actually. Um, but she got up there, and she literally took her little fist and would, like, grab pieces, chunks of pieces, and just put them back into a box, move things over. Uh, so to say that I didn't have to start completely from scratch is probably true, but not much. <laughs> it was... It was pretty darn, um, pretty darn destroyed. And my daughter, the one who bought me the puzzle, she walked in. and She's like, "Oh my gosh, mom! You know what what happened? Well, um, your sister <laughs> kind of came in and, you know, put her little flair onto this." And uh, I said, "I'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna have to start over. I'm gonna have to do this again." And I was frustrated, but not mad if that makes any sense. My daughter looked at me, this is the 16 year old, and she said, well, mom, I guess now you get to feel the feeling of putting in the last piece again. And I thought, wow, like, I don't even know if she realizes how profoundly wise that statement was. That instead of worrying about the extra time that it was going to take and the extra effort that I was going to have to put into it, rather than being mad or angry that somebody had come in and and swished things around and messed them up for me, that my circumstances had been taken out from under me, instead she decided to celebrate the feeling that happens with the accomplishment of finishing that. How incredible is that? And I thought, you know, this is something that all of my clients and all of my listeners need to hear and really consider embracing. Because as you know, when I talk in the beginning of this podcast about, you know, our money and our circumstances and the small changes in behavior that we can make that would have a big impact on both, our circumstances... Are oftentimes not something that we can control. We can control the way that we respond to those circumstances. And sometimes the things that we do get us into those circumstances. So we do need to make sure that we recognize our role in that. I mean, think about it. If I had properly prepared, I would have had glue on hand And if I had done that, I would have been able to glue that puzzle. Then I wouldn't have had it laying out in the middle of the living room where my two-year-old daughter could climb up onto a chair or I could have moved the chair. I just didn't think far enough ahead to really make sure that that work had been nice and, and protected. And so someone came along and kind of messed with it. How often do we have that happen to us? Maybe it's your financial plan. I work with creatives who put things together. They put this plan together or they've worked with a coach who has put the budget together for them. And they're like, I got this budget and someone handed it to me and it looks good. And I started doing the things that they said to do. And now all of a sudden, I, I don't, I can't stick to it. Something's not right. Someone came in, you know, life came in and just ripped it apart, created these different circumstances. And so one of the things that we have to do is look and go, okay, what did you do in order to set this up and what holes are still there? And what did you have zero control over? It's okay to recognize that we don't have control over everything. There are going to be those little two-year-olds who come into our lives and really kind of mess things up and they're going to take their little hands and, and pick up the pieces and throw them back into the box. And granted, I'm not talking about actual two-year-olds for you. I'm just using my analogy. But that happened. And I was thinking at the beginning of this year, so many people have struggled with 2020. And there was such this idea of, oh, thank goodness 2020 is gone and we can just move right into 2021. It's done, right? We can start fresh and, and have a new start. And I chuckled as this all happened on January 3rd. Because it was just that reminder that the flip of a calendar is just that. It's just the flip of a calendar. It's just another day. And 2021 might feel like a new start. And yet, it seems like a whole lot of the same stuff is still going on. And perhaps that fresh start that you felt you had on January 1st was completely flipped upside down no later than January 15th. I don't know. But what point do you go... You know what, I didn't have to start completely over, because here's the part I didn't share with you yet. I was able to put that puzzle together much faster the second time around, much faster. Why? The pieces were still really discombobulated, and even the ones that were put together, you would think, well, that made it easier, and in a way, it kinda did, but it was actually sometimes harder because there was a piece put together, but it was in a completely wrong part of the puzzle, But the reason I was able to put that together faster is because I had seen it before. I had already made in my mind these pictures of things that went together, colors that had gone together. I didn't have to sort everything all over again. Some of that was already done. And yes, the little girl picked it up and she threw a bunch of them back into the box, but she didn't throw all of it into the box. And so I was able to start again with a different view, with something that I had seen before. So it was faster. And you know that I found ways to protect that thing to make sure she did not get to that before I could get to the store and buy more glue. So I learned from those lessons. And that's what lessons are for, right? Like as long as you learn from them, then they weren't a waste. And I will honestly tell you that because of what my daughter said, putting that last piece in the second time was so much sweeter than it was the first time. So if you have attempted to change the way that you behave with money, if you've attempted to create money for life plans, that's what I call my budgets, by the way, because for me, a budget just sounds boring, but I, I use the word because I know, I know that that's what you understand. But when I'm actually putting things together, I call it my money for life plan, because money is just money. <laughs> there's, there's no real meaning to it except the meaning that we give it. And I want that to be able to be for life. To create life for myself, for my children, for my husband, for other people who, who I can give that to. And I want it to be for life. In other words, for the long term, not for just right now. So it really helps to put things into perspective for me. That was a small tangent for you, me and my my crazy vocabulary that I use. But anyway, if you've tried to put together a plan, a money for life plan, or a budget, and you have had trouble sticking to that, I want you to not give up. I want you to think about that cute little two-year-old who came in and wrecked it all for me. And I want you to remember that it's easier to do it the second time around. Because you've learned something from the first time. Perhaps you realize that there was a habit you thought you had nailed and all of a sudden it comes back with a vengeance. It's okay. Let's figure out what went wrong. How can we fix it the next time? And as long as we just keep patching some of those little holes along the way, then when you are out of that and you've done it a second or a third or fifth or tenth time, you can enjoy the feeling of putting that last piece in and completing that. The last thing I want to say about this analogy is how special it was to be putting together this puzzle that was created by somebody that I loved and it was, in, it was directly made for me. It was using pictures that were personal to me. And that's how I view each individual's plan. Your money for life plan needs to look like you. It does not need to look like, you know, the dolphins from wherever or a beautiful sunset. Those puzzles are fun too. They're beautiful. It's nice to put them together. But it really made a difference when it was personalized. And so if that's something that you are interested in doing is creating your own personalized puzzle to put together, let me know. You can email me. You can go to chatwithmc.com and schedule a two-hour session. You guys, I'm not even giving you a 20-minute discovery call anymore. I'm going to give you a two-hour session because maybe that's all you need. And it's free and there's no strings attached. If you are listening to this today, then you are eligible for that free two-hour session. I don't give them to everybody and I will send you some screening questions to make sure that it's something that you actually want and you would benefit for from. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't want you just to do it just because it's free. You're worth more than that. The time that you're going to invest is actually quite significant, so I want to make sure that you really do want it. And when you decide you really want it, it's yours. So email me, maria at cashinonchange.com, Or you can go to chatwithmc.com and check out my availability and choose a two hour session that works for you. You guys, I hope that this analogy has been as impactful for you as it has been for me over the last few weeks. I believe wholeheartedly that if you tuned in and you've stuck with me for the last 19 minutes, then it was a message that you needed to hear. So I appreciate you jumping in today. I really appreciate all of those who have reached out to me over the last several weeks saying, we need more. Where where are you? Uh, Because it really just reminds me that what I'm putting out there is something that is valuable for you. It's not just therapeutic for me. (laughs) So anyway, um, having said that, by the way, I know it's therapeutic for me. So I appreciate you listening on my therapy sessions between me and myself. Uh, Anyway, you guys, thank you so much again for listening and I hope you have a fantastic rest of the day. Bye-bye.